0: Welcome back to the Tradesman Podcast, proudly presented by Stuart Ritchie. I'm your host, Jim DeCesari, And today, we have a fascinating guest joining us. Throughout Stuart Ritchie, there are numerous exceptional and intriguing individuals contributing their skills and expertise. On this episode, we'll be delving into the world of Sammy Sanders. Sammy's been with Stuart Ritchie for nearly 10 years, primarily focusing on structural steel. However... He's recently taken on the role of fleet management, a transition that aligns with his prior experiences in the realm of motorsports. Sammy's background includes a multifaceted journey as a driver, fabricator, and various roles within professional racing teams. Sammy's leadership and drive to be the best applies to any industry, especially here at Stuart Ritchie. Sammy, it's a pleasure to have you on the Tradesman Podcast. Welcome. Hey, thank you, Jim. Good to see you again. Yeah, you you as well. I guess the last time I saw you, uh, maybe playing basketball at BAC or something like that.
1: Yeah, back when I had the physical ability to still participate. So you're not that uh, physically abil- abilitized anymore? Well, my <laughs> knees prevent me from uh, competing in... Uh, Yeah, at that level. I got you. I got you. All right, so, hey, let's get
0: started here. Take us uh, back to the beginning of your career in motorsports. What initially sparked your
1: interest in racing cars, and how'd you get your foot in the door? I guess, really, it it could be somewhat genetic. Uh, Even though my father passed at a young age, uh, I always had awareness through pictures and stories about his involvement in motorsports, um, and went on through the years. My mother remarried, and we moved to Bowling Green and i just ended up getting an opportunity or made an opportunity i went to the racetrack with a family member one time as a teenager Uh and uh by the time i was 17 i got me an old car and took the headlights out of it and the windows and, and, um, put took, a road bar in it Took it well, even the first time without a row bar oh, Okay, and, and, uh, took it to the track and, and started from there.
0: Yeah. Now when you say, uh, locally at
1: a track, are you, are we talking about beach bend or some of the other uh... beach bend raceway park was my home race track. Okay. Yeah. That's the first place I ever got to turn a wheel or hit the wall or run over a barrel.
0: Yeah. yeah and they, they've had a lot of exciting events out there throughout the years and, uh still do as far as drag racing is concerned
1: yes and i tell you something a a big loss with clay jones and dallas here over the past several years of of dallas passing last year and what he brought to this community and uh uh, was a great thing
0: well can you uh tell us a little bit about some of the the teams that you've you know beyond beach bend what have
1: you done in in motorsports um, I went on to be involved in uh, and doing a lot of design work and fabrication work for a company called Aluminum Racing Products as well as I uh, uh, was involved in, uh, at uh, Bobby Hamilton Racing. Uh, Did a lot of local uh, driving. Moved off twice away from here to try to, you know, strike it big. Maybe the next up and coming that uh, that uh, like we discussed the D one ball player that didn't go pro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But uh, won some races. Hey, won some championships in uh, local late model uh, divisions, uh, touring series championship, uh, and got to do a lot of interesting stuff. Um, Been to Talladega, tested Daytona raced Texas, tested at Texas World, been to California, been to Bristol. Been, so got to do a lot of interesting stuff and uh, actually was involved. Bobby Hamilton was kind of my racing mentor. We were struggling as kids and yeah. I mean, we were on a baloney diet and we were building race cars, limited sportsman cars in the basement to sell them to make money. Right. Uh, and uh, so later on having an involvement in him with his truck team once he retired, from the cup level and come back to establish a truck team, and I was in the uh, in the startup portion of that. Uh-huh. He called me and asked me to be involved. Uh, a lot of it due to my uh, design abilities and uh, my, my air knowledge, aerodynamic knowledge, and um, so to be involved with that and and. Uh, at a at a level at that level and uh and to be able to acquire a championship with those teammates and and with those people involved was a big deal that's that's pretty cool so you you ran a few bush races you ran some craftsman truck
0: races and uh th- some others but you but you were able to drive on all
1: these world famous tracks i yeah. mean not many people get to do that no and uh, we were discussing my, myself and you yesterday about uh how passion-driven, uh, driven uh, someone's interest can be. Sure. And uh, as music is for you, as is motorsports was for me. You know, not everybody finds that a- a- that thing to give them that much passion and acquire that much drive. Yeah. And uh, uh, to actually strive for excellence. And um, I'm very thankful that I was uh, I experienced that.
0: Do you, Do you still? dabble in motorsports any?
1: I do. Uh, I've only run about three races this year. We haven't fared very well actually uh, running in a a touring series and our last race was in Anderson, Indiana. I believe our next race is going to be in November at the Nashville Speedway.
0: All right. Super. All right. So can you uh, share some of the key lessons and skills that (laughs) you brought from your experience in motorsports to come to Stuart Ritchie in the structural steel division which you just you know spent a lot of time in that area. So Tell us a, a, how how those, how though your motorsports
1: career sort of melded with your Stuart Ritchie career. First of all, I, I never would have anticipated that I'd been involved in a structural steel business. Okay. Um, uh, I knew Steve Montgomery uh, prior to him. myself. Now, wait, uh,
0: Steve McG... Who's that? I know Hippie.
1: Uh, well, same, same <laughs> guy. Same guy. <laughs> all right. Same guy. Just want to make sure. And myself and his father and another young man, we actually own race cars together for years okay and uh so steve had approached me on a couple of different occasions about hey come and speak with me and just look at what we got going on see if you'd like to be involved and um i was like i was like look man this isn't my gig i said i appreciate it nice talking to you great to see your facility looks like things are going great but not interested yeah and uh then uh, he called me one day. I had some stuff going on in my family. With my family, I was anticipating having to leave, uh, bl- leave the area, and, uh-huh. and, and going to have to go to North Carolina to stay involved in motorsports. And and I was like, "Lord's making this happen for a reason." He yeah. called me again. I said, "I'm gonna go check him out." Been here ever since. I, I guess first of all, I can't tell you how proud I am of the advancements and the uh, uh, growth. That was able to be involved in with that team at stuart ritchie structural steel yeah and uh we have a great workforce um uh, the the team relation between myself steve emily leaper jw Minton, uh a lot of the leadership and the workforce in the field and as well as brian Carrico, who is now the division manager for metal building systems uh-huh. under stuart ritchie when I first got there, was involved. He was a PM. Right. There. And um, uh, so he was involved in, in really helping spearhead all of us were in advancement in the division. And to answer your question, that has been kind of uh, a little more than information that may be needed from me. But uh, back to your question, I, I guess bringing from motorsports and uh, in my involvement at, at the structural steel division was just bringing – a strong line of communication uh, um and, and bringing structure and uh and planning and 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 ensuring i i think what helped what was good for them with my involvement was you know you got a guy who's a division manager who has so many things on his plate right i mean he's trying to he's he's uh, he's super, like the crew chief right yeah he's observing the field he's a, uh, the The field direction systems he 's doing the bids he 's analyzing the the economics he 's doing the over unders with the with, with his peers up here and the overall planning and for someone like me that he trusted to come in and be involved, put in the shop supervisor's position and and kind of uh, tie that line of information between the field's needs yep and what the shop needed to be doing and prioritizing, right? And and being able to recognize what needed to be prioritized and what was of urgency, was a win win. Yeah. And uh, so that stems a lot from my growth in motorsports because we were very team oriented. We were very dependent on another man to take care of what he needs to take care of, right. without question. Yeah. You know, there there is no you know there's no question as to whether it was going to be done to a certain level it was expected so just like in motorsports everybody has a role to play and uh for for that
0: machinery to be well tuned and and running on all cylinders you got to have that communication you've got to have that trust in each other and you've got to have that leadership
1: that's exactly right and i mean if when you call in a just like for example and i i, I go back in my mind to one particular time when we were testing uh Daytona and it was a Dodge test. And, um, well, that didn't go well, did it? It, <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> it, it, it did go well uh, to a certain extent. Um, but I remember I, so I would be the initial crash test dummy. Yeah. So Bobby was running a truck at the time and he would come back from cup to participate on the, in the early startup of, of the truck team. And, uh, I, I, the guys had stayed up Trying to finish up this brand new truck Never been raced Off the surface plate Body, interior, motor, this and that And they roll in the racetrack with it the next morning And never seen the racetrack These guys probably running on no sleep Right And pull in And 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 it's like, there you go And, and I actually told the, the crew chief later I said, I'm going to tell you something. I said, your involvement with this effort has what made me feel as comfortable as I did getting in the seat and putting it to the wood right out of the box. Right. right Literally. Out, right out. Yeah. Right out of the staging lanes, hit the racetrack, and, and just tap out, and there you go. Yeah. And uh, so, in relation to what you said. The trust level is, is, is enormous. Yeah, sure.
0: And, and you know, y- y'all are in an industry where safety's important and uh, everybody's got to rely on each other to be doing the right things at all times. All right, so you're transitioning now from structural steel to fleet management. Now, I'm assuming that you've applied your expertise from motorsports to structural steel to fleet management. I mean, it's a nice transition for you, I would think.
1: It, it. Um, it, it I, I believe it will be. I hope it will be. We plan to make it a, a good transition. And, and th- this is, uh, this is kind of my outlook. And I, I not that this brings anything from the motorsport side of it. it. It's a, it's an evolution, yes. But, but the same position that I held for structural steel, it, it, it is almost in relation, similar to the same position that perhaps that I'll hold with fleet management. And that's the realization that just as it was in structural steel, it's service driven. Mm -hmm. And, and, And so my job at structural steel really was a monitor to, to ensure that any needs of the field to be able to continue and produce and, and hit their marks that they had what they needed. And each, each one of them within whether it was, uh, a job in Virginia Or whether it's a guy in Elizabethtown A crew in Elizabethtown A uh, uh, crew across the town ta- Across town Right. So you had to ensure that those people Had what they needed to get done What they needed to get done And prioritize that And it'll be no different with fleet management Right. You know, analyzing And, and trying to help the divisions Within the Stuart Ritchie umbrella that And, and that would be how Roddy is looking at it is all the different companies within Stuart Ritchie and try to aid them and help them with their efforts and whatever hurdles they have through the week.
0: Yeah. So, you you know, it's not uncommon that in any industry, the, the, the business principles and best practices that you use in one industry can easily apply to another industry, whether it's structural steel or fleet management, you take those same concepts to uh to oversee the operation and that's what i'm hearing from you right now
1: yeah and and everyone you take from the first uh, when i first got here and wayne ralph was at the shop and 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 now pete george and everybody involved has done a great job i, I think what is being uh, analyzed now is actually the growth that they anticipate Stuart richard go through in the next decade right and being prepared for that growth and being able to Monitor their fleet, ensure that they're serviced properly, ensure that everybody's up and running like they need to be, and uh, and and you hear great things happening within the Houchins industry, and uh, projections of Stuart Ritchie. So who's to say how large that growth will be?
0: Well, that's a, that's a great transition into my next question because in the world of motorsports, teamwork and precision are important. And uh, how do, how do these principles translate into the construction and trades industry, and how do you? foster that collaboration within your teams how do you, how do you bring everybody together
1: and treat everybody like you want to be treated
0: there you go yeah. <laughs>
1: the golden rule that's it that's it and um, I, I, I credit the people that I've been involved with it struck with it with structural steel uh, At Stuart Ritchie uh, has some great co-workers great teammates and uh, they knew that if we discuss something at, of uh, serious content, that they going to get it straight. It was going to be truthful. It was going to be transparent, and that we were going to understand each other's expectations. Yeah. And, um, and that's whether there is myself holding accountability to someone or if it's a coworker worker that's, that's needing to hold accountability to myself. That's a two-way street. Absolutely. So, and, and
0: you know, having that collaboration and that openness – Uh, And and communication, which you touched on earlier, uh, that's always going to be the key to success in whatever you're doing uh, here at Stuart Ritchie. So just keep that in mind when you're listening to this, you know, be open, be honest, uh, be collaborative and uh, be transparent and uh, the world will, will move in the
1: right direction. Well, it, yeah, hopefully operations will be a whole lot easier yeah. than, than without, without truthfulness and, and, and trust. Yep. All
0: right, so with uh, nearly 10 years here at Stuart Ritchie, what advice would you offer your colleagues here at Stuart Ritchie looking to build a long and successful career? Well, one thing about Stuart, Richie, it's been here
1: for how long now? Is Since it? 1973, uh, just 50 years. 50 years. Well, think about that. So, so
0: you and I were just children.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just a mere child. That's right. Um, it offers a lot of security. I mean, it's been here. It's uh, it, it stood the uh, changing times. Uh, started out with uh, uh, Mr. Stuart and Buster and Bill and... and uh, and now has evolved to what it is today. Yeah. Uh, so it's still here. It's still kicking. The check's good at the end of the week. And there, and there seems like there, there's great things to come. And in sitting in a meeting the other day, I, I, I truly felt and sensed the appreciation and the planning where the workforce is considered, yeah, and and I think that a lot of times um, the workforce maybe needs to have that communicated to them, and 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 needs to realize that the peers of this company are taking the worker into consideration, and uh, I I believe in this this actual uh, tradesman's uh, packet uh upcoming newsletter Uh, i I think a lot of that could possibly be shared yeah Uh, i want to elaborate Uh, but i I will say this too i know it's a struggle i struggled at structural steel from time to time we all did you had deadlines you had schedules that had to be kept there were pressure situations that you had to work through and so many times you hear like well it's just so hard here or it's uh, how challenging this is i've worked and i've shared this with many co-workers i worked on a championship race team uh, I, I tested for them i had to go do stints at the racetrack i've actually even went and uh did some crew chiefing uh in different situations there are pressures and hurdles at every level sure and there's a it's like i say, hey the, Hendrick Motorsports and, and, and Childress and Joe Gibbs and all these entities uh, I can assure you they have challenges every day hurdles they have to clear and are thriving to get better they're the same challenges and the same pressures that you handle weekly Yeah. Uh, so uh, just just keep that in mind grass yes. isn't always greener
0: and he, and he touched on something about Uh, leadership and culture, and it's kind of a top-down experience. And you know, with Roddy uh, at the the top leading this organization, and he's creating a culture of openness and fairness and transparency. And I think that resonates when you have uh, a culture like that between your peers, uh, whether it's somebody that's out in the field or someone that's, you know, in your role. Or even in Roddy's role, I, I think it, it shows that uh, Stuart Ritchie cares about its employees. They want people to stick around. They want it, They want a workforce that's uh, committed to the company and uh, that are going to show up every day and do their job. And uh, I think that's why a lot of people want to come here and work, and, and that's a great problem to have.
1: It, it, it is, and man, there ain't no doubt to what you said. It is a culture and, and it's it has to be a rep, a repetition. It has to be leadership by example. Yeah. Uh it, it it has to be an expectation to win, uh and an understanding that we don't intend to fail. And 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 if your teammates get that from you. Yeah. You know, then the, attitudes the, are contagious. Yes, they're contagious, whether they're good or bad. That's right. And and, and, uh, and don't get me wrong, I'm not one before nine a.m. to be smiling <laughs> and, and, and cutting up. Well, but, I'm
0: glad we caught you later yeah, in the day. <laughs> but
1: all my, I, but the teammates that uh, and I, and I go back to structural steel because we had a hey, we had a tough crowd. I mean, don't get me wrong; you knew everybody knew where they stood. Yeah. And uh, but with my co-workers in the shop or the field they knew that i had their back and and, and again that 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 is contagious yep. because i i knew that my teammates had my back and that's how we prospered that's how we succeeded whether it be with uh again the key the key forces down there is just steve and 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 uh he was my partner yeah and and now with the the, the direction this company's going, and, and like you was talking, the outlook that Roddy has, uh, and, and Ryan, and a lot of key people in place—it's, uh, it is contagious, and, and it's something to be excited about. Yep, and it, it's
0: a culture of excellence, and the only good things can come from that. Well, Sammy, before we let you go, is there anything,
1: that, anything else you want to add before we we let you get back to work? Uh, I, hey, appreciate you having us. Like what's going on? Congratulations to you. Well, thank uh, you and, uh, and what you're doing with the Desiree group and, and, uh, uh thank y'all for doing this. And, uh, Appreciate y'all having me. All right, Sammy. It's been great having you on the
0: program. And thank you for tuning in to another insightful episode of the Tradesman Podcast brought to you by Stuart Ritchie. We hope you enjoyed our conversation with the legend Sammy Sanders and found inspiration in his journey from motorsports to fleet management here at Stuart Ritchie. Remember, there are many folks at Stuart Ritchie who are full of remarkable stories and it's the dedication, passion and expertise of individuals like Sammy that keeps Stuart Ritchie thriving. Join us again next time for more engaging discussions with the great people People who are shaping Stuart Ritchie. Until then, I'm Jim DeCesario.